The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over king. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. Welcome to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams. We've got a great show. Two terrific guests. First of all, we're going to talk to an entrepreneur, a guy named Steve Miller, who has started a great company with a great product. It's Card Shark Media is the company. Share My Pair is the product which allows for an animated viewing uh, for anybody you want to view your hands. Very simple application available uh, that we're going to talk about with him. And then our second guest, also fascinating in his own way, a brilliant investigative reporter and author named Matt Birkbeck takes on the subject of Russell Buffalino, known as The Quiet Don, and that's the name of his brand-new book out right now, The Quiet Don, the untold story of mafia kingpin Russell Buffalino. He also gets into the story of the corruption behind the Pennsylvania casino uh, Pennsylvania casinos and their development in the late 90s and early 2000s. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, we're going to be back to House of Cards in just a minute, but you've heard me talk about these hot new one-week fantasy football leagues on FanDuel.com for weeks now, where you play for real money with immediate cash buyouts. If you still haven't signed up yet, you're missing all the fun. Don't worry, it's not too late to get in on all the action. You know, last week was the first week I didn't go with LaShawn McCoy in my fantasy team, and guess what? He breaks out for 149 yards against the Giants. So what do you think? Should I go with him this week against the Arizona Cardinals? That's the beauty of FanDuel. You can change it around. You can add players, subtract players. It's amazing. And you can win cash. Matt Nichols from Ohio turned a $25 deposit into over twenty-five grand playing fantasy football on FanDuel. FanDuel is a leader in one-week fantasy football leagues. No season-long commitments and no upfront fees. They got immediate cash payouts, and you play each week or whenever you want to. It's all up to you. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. The new user special is ending soon, and FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks. That's up to $200 free, but the offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L dot com. Sign up today with promo code H-O-C. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. 
You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Texas Hold'em, daily tournaments, and sit-and-goes. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you trust, so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER. 24025 poker that's 2402576537 pro caliber poker tables stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. Now, I do some other stuff, but poker that's the thing I do best. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Welcome back. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. And for those of you who have listened to this show for, oh, a year or more, you may remember that we had a guy on who was talking about 
a poker hand replayer. His name is Steve Miller. He is the founder of Card Shark Media Share My Pair. I was very intrigued by the product because of what it could do to help players recreate their hands, both from online play and live play. He talked about the product. I'm going to ask him to talk about that again. And then he's got some new developments, which actually I remember kind of pushing him about things that might have been helpful, and I'm eager to hear myself about the new stuff that he's got. So without any further ado, Steve, are you there? I am here. How are you doing, Ashley? I'm doing great. And I just for our listeners that aren't don't have total recall, why don't you tell them again what Share My Pair is and what your company does? Okay, well, very briefly, Share My Pair, all one word, is a hand replayer app and social media platform for the world's poker players. Uh, what our app does is enable a player to quickly and easily create an animated video of an interesting hand that they've played and then instantly share that video uh, in our our own community, but also among their Twitter followers and Facebook friends. So in other words, just so I can put it into my own words, so I play regularly <coughs> with a group of guys. Actually, I don't play with them as much as I'd like. And they are constantly online talking back and forth about, you know, how a certain tournament hand played out or a cash. <coughs> Excuse me. They'll edit that out of the interview, I hope. Um, and they're constantly talking about it, and they recreate the hand in either annoying word pictures describing it or quoting long hand histories, which I find tedious. Yours creates a video? That is that is absolutely correct. Uh, the uh, Before Share My Pair, the common way to relate a story about a hand was – either to call someone up uh, and tell them a story that they may or may not want to hear or send a very cryptic text message, which to a lot of people was really undecipherable. And what we've done is be able to create this uh, easy-to-follow, quick hand animation, kind of looks like something you'd see on an online poker game, and uh, it tells the story in, uh, in a movie, in pictures, not words. That's great. And how many subscribers do you have that have taken advantage of this product? Well, that's where we've come a long way since we've first been on your show. Uh, when we started the app uh, and the business, we tried. Uh, our vision was to try to create a tool that would enable us to build a, uh, a vital uh, and growing poker community. Um, right now, uh, we're moving in the right direction. We've got over 10,000 installs of, wow. the, of the app. And this month, we're going to hit 175,000 hand animations viewed. Uh, and that's up from 11,000 hand animations that were viewed in January of this year. Wow, that's you tremendous. See the growth path, growth path we're on. And similarly, we've got about 50,000 visitors coming to the site each month now. Again, that's up from about 5,000 in January. And we really project that those numbers are going to be in the 1 million hand animation viewed per month by the time we reach the first quarter of 2015. So give, give our listeners your site again if they decide, hey, that sounds like I would like to check it out. Where do they go? They go to either the iTunes App Store or to Google Play. 
and uh, you search on Share My Pair. Again, that's all one word. Or you go to our website, uh, www.sharemypair.com. Uh, there, you can browse through thousands of hands that have been posted by uh, people that have downloaded the app, and perhaps more importantly to someone who has not been to the app yet, they can see a lot of hands posted by our professional team Share My Pair members, ah. and that's a big part of our, of, our, um, of our product. Are any of those professionals people I might have heard of? Well, if you've heard of Phil Helmuth, then uh, that's <laughs> uh, yes. one of the questions, your, your question right there. Well, you know, funny, I just saw him. I think he's the first poker player to do mainstream advertising for a fast food chain. I that's just, right. I just yeah, saw him called... eating some hamburger. That's, that is absolutely correct. Uh, and you have him that. on your site doing hand analysis? Well, Phil is kind of a, a one-of-a-kind, as, as most p- poker players know. Uh, and when he posts a hand, whether it's from a tournament he's played or if it's from his home game, they're, they're entertaining as hell. Uh, you can see the best of Phil, and you can see the worst of Phil. But using Share My Pair, you're going to see how he plays hands, and it's going to be instructive. You know, you could do cross-promotion with a porn site by the same name. Um, share my, right? I mean, some site where they expose themselves or something? No, I'm, I'm just teasing you. Uh, so tell us about your latest developments. Okay. Well, one of the things that we're doing is building out our team of pros that, that uh, represent us. Uh, the current pros in that list are uh, Phil Helmuth, as we've talked about, Greg Raymer, who won the Oh, Greg is the best. Greg is a great teacher. A great teacher. Uh, Jonathan Little. Faraz Jocka, wow, wow. Bernard Lee, and Brian Hastings. These, what's very interesting about these guys are, first of all, they enjoy using the app, but second of all, they enjoy reviewing hands that are posted by the rest of us. And they provide commentary and analysis. And really, we can't find another poker site out there where you can get instruction, commentary, and analysis by poker luminaries such as these guys. And it's all for free, by the way. How, what's your business model? Well, the business model is, is that we are going to be, uh, you know, be able to create custom offers for brick-and-mortar casinos that want to establish uh, a loyalty and retention among their, uh, their clientele. Uh, and for online poker sites that are looking for uh, new players, uh, most of that right now, obviously, outside of the U.S., but as legislation and regulations change in the U.S., we're going to have established relationships with our players when we are able to offer them uh, opportunities to, um, to go online and play. We think that they're going to choose to do so through us. So people go to either iTunes or... The other place you said, where is that? Google Play. Google, Google Play. You know, Play, you can tell I'm about I'm a uh, luddite when it comes to this. But Google Play or iTunes, they download your app, and for free, they can create essentially animated uh, representations of hands they've played that they can then share with people on the site, pros on the sites, their friends, social media, whatever. That's right. And it's free. 
And once you post that hand, uh, you can tweet it, you can put it on Facebook, and you sit back and you it's like magic. You, you wait until people from all over the world, uh, many of them with very insightful analysis, make comments about what you did. I mean, I played a hand this weekend at the bike in Los Angeles, and, and I was scratching my head. Did I do it right or did I do it wrong? And uh, I got some great feedback from a lot of people that I respect, and um, uh, that was very useful information for me. That's terrific. That is absolutely true. Now, are there any casinos that link up with you that have anything going on right now? That's the next stage that we'll be working on. We do work with other content providers that uh, have uh, their own audiences of poker players where we enable, uh, actually on the business-to-business side, we provide a skinned version of the app with our partner's logo appearing at the center of the table, which they can make available to all of their members. So, for example, we're working with the World Poker Tour uh, Poker League. We're working with... um, uh, Poker Dicas in Brazil. We're working with my poker pal out of the UK. We're working with the National Poker League in Australia, all of whom have essentially a branded version of our app, which they make available to their members uh, at no charge. Well, Steve, I got a, a, just a couple of follow-up questions, and then we'll be out of time. Are you only No Limit Hold'em all the time, or do you get into Pot Limit Omaha, Limit Hold'em, Stud, anything else? Right now, we are uh, uh, Hold'em, uh, either No Limit or, or Limit. Uh, the plan is to look at Omaha, but that's probably going to be six months to 12 months down the road. Okay. And how do I alert, if, if that's the right word, how do I get the pros to comment on my hand? You can... You can essentially tag them, and that's the vernacular of social media, where in your commentary where you you write down a little bit about what happened in the hand, you'll address them uh, as, uh, at Fossil Man, what do you think about my play? And uh, we don't guarantee that Greg will respond, but you have a pretty good shot of him uh, responding to your hand and your query. Wow. Okay, that sounds really cool. So just for our listeners who haven't been paying attention, they get to your site by going to either iTunes or Google Play. Google Play. They put in Share My Pair. That's correct. One word, Share My Pair. Share My Pair. And then they download it and they get to use it. And you're off to the races. Well, we've been talking to Steve Miller. You are the brains behind this operation? Yes, and I have to credit my partner, Rich Sondheimer. Without him, this business wouldn't thrive. All right. Well, Steve, you've been a great guest. And as you have today, when more stuff develops, please come back on. I certainly will. Great. Listeners, that was Steve Miller, Card Shark Media, Share My Pair. What a great product. Free and wow. So glad he was there. Stay tuned. We'll have another guest shortly.
Attention taxpayers, if you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, it's a fact that the government has the power to take everything you own, including your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. There's a special toll-free tax hotline set up especially for you. This tax hotline will tell you about new programs that are geared to help you dramatically settle, reduce, or eliminate what you owe. But you have to call now. Take down this number or put it in your cell phone. But call 866-761-0954. That's one 866 610954. When you call, you get free information on how you can reduce or eliminate back taxes, including penalties and interest. You can also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you've been entered into a payment plan but can't make the payments. Don't make the big mistake in thinking you can ignore or handle your tax problem on your own. You can stop the collection process immediately. Call this special tax hotline today for free info at 1-866-761-0954. That's 1-866-761-0954. one 761 Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Some houses are born bad. You're listening to the House of Cards. I never dreamed that any mere physical experience could be so stimulating. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We don't just have poker players on this show. We like to expand the knowledge of our listeners to the world of gambling in general, and this time is no exception. We're very fortunate to be to be visited by a three-time author, at least I think he's written three books, of the genre of true crime, the most recent of which, just out, I think this week, is The Quiet Don, the name of the author is Matt Birkbeck, and we have him on the phone. Matt, are you there? I'm here. Am I correct that you've written a couple of other books before this? This is uh, my fifth. Your fifth? What were the other ones, just for the sake of accuracy? Uh, my last one was uh, Deconstructing Sammy, uh, which was a book about Sammy Davis Jr. and um, how he uh, died $15 million in debt and what happened to try to revise his estate as well as going back to tell the story of his life. Uh, and then prior to that, I had written about uh, I had a book called The Beautiful Child, another book called The Deadly Secret, and I co-authored a book uh, called Till Death Do Us Part. Great. Well, tell our listeners who may or may not have heard of Russell Buffalino, uh, if you can give a relatively quick thumbnail sketch before we get to some of the details that are covered in your book. Russell Buffalino was arguably... Uh, one of the most powerful gangsters 
uh, in the U.S. Uh, from the 1940s up until the time he died in the early 1990s. Uh, he's the man that's responsible uh, for ordering the murder of Jimmy Hoffa uh, in the mid-1970s. Uh, Buffalino had been involved with um, a variety of businesses, um, legitimate and otherwise, uh, had control of, uh, in a behind-the-scenes way, of the Teamsters Union. He had a relationship with Hoffa that went back to the 1940s. Um, by the 1950s, he had, uh, he had ownership of casinos in Havana, Cuba, he was the uh, individual who had organized the infamous Appalachian meeting in 1957, where uh, dozens of gangsters had been arrested in upstate New York. Um, that was when the mob really came out in, in public yeah, view for the really first time, right? Exactly. That's what introduced organized crime to the um, to uh, to the U.S. to 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 the folks here, and. Um, he then subsequently, um, by the mid-1970s, he had control of three families, uh, one in Buffalo, his own in northeast Pennsylvania, and the Genovese family in New York. He spent half his time in New York City. Now, he did all of this from his home base of Kingston, Pennsylvania, which is just outside of Scranton, which made it all that more remarkable. And um, so Buffalino had... He, in 1964, he had been identified by the government as being one of the most powerful mobsters in the country. But they didn't really pay any attention to him, partly because of his Pennsylvania address. Um, but he was very powerful. He was very influential, uh, particularly uh, within Pennsylvania and in New York and in New Jersey. Um, had control of politicians, had control of um, various media outlets, uh, law enforcement. Judiciary, and, uh, too, I think you write. Parts of, the, parts of the judiciary as well, right? He did. He, it was just, he, was, he was a remarkable individual. And, you know, but what he's known for, um, at least to, to people who follow um, organized crime, was his involvement, or at least what the FBI believed was his involvement in the disappearance of Jimmy Hoffa. When Hoffa disappeared, there was an um, investigation that the FBI assigned over 200 agents to it. And within a year, they had narrowed their list of suspects down to about six, which included Buffalino. Only they could never find that one piece of evidence to charge him with it. Mm. And so one of his um, henchmen, who had been also among those six people, a fellow by the name of Frank Sheeran, had admitted in 2004 that he pulled the trigger uh, under orders from Russell and... Um, what I had found out uh, in my uh, reporting was that um, the reason why Russell did it wasn't because that Hoffa was looking to regain the um, presidency of the Teamsters Union, which is what he was doing in 1975, and it was infuriating all the mob bosses. Um, but in fact, Hoffa and a couple of other gangsters were going to testify before a U.S. Senate committee that was investigating the CIA's use of gangsters to depose Fidel Castro. And among those who had been identified was Russell Buffalino um, as being one of those who had been recruited. And so when Buffalino's name appeared in a Time Magazine article, he decided to um, basically eliminate anyone and everyone that had been associated with it. And within two weeks, um, Sam Giancana from Chicago was killed. Jimmy Hoffa disappeared four weeks later. 
And then another gangster that was involved, Johnny Roselli, was found dead in Florida after that. So uh, Buffalino's uh, life had never really um, been the focus of any kind of attention in terms of a book. And given my reporting on the casino situation in Pennsylvania, and I got to know a number of folks that were familiar with him, um, it kind of made it a natural for me to try to tackle um, uh, the Buffalino story, which is what I did with The Quiet Time. Well, to use an overused expression, the book is a great read. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of October 20th, 2014. The Chuk Chansey Casino in California will remain closed indefinitely according to a federal court order. On October 9th, the casino had been evacuated and shut down following an armed confrontation inside the property. The armed conflict was the result of a fight between rival tribal factions over the control of the casino. The court has ordered the casino to remain closed pending the completion of court-mandated talks between the two factions. The New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement announced a program which could lead to the first fully regulated social-style casino games. Once approved by the division, people would be able to play games like Words with Friends, Halo, or Candy Crush for real money in Atlantic City casinos. New Jersey would be the first state to regulate real money social games. And finally, congratulations to the Kansas City Royals for making it to the World Series. 
and congratulations to anyone who bet on the Royals to make it to the World Series. According to the handicapping site pregame.com, a $100 wager on the Royals at the start of the postseason and carried through their unbeaten streak in the playoffs would have paid more than $43,000. By the way, prior to the season, the Royals were 35-1 to to make it to the World Series. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. The key to winning poker is knowledge. And winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by World Series of Poker veteran Ashley Adams, can give you that knowledge. Cash games, small tournaments. Whether you're a seasoned player, a novice, or just find yourself losing more often than you win, winning No Limit Hold'em can show every type of player how to consistently win at the game of No Limit Hold'em. You know it's been said that winning isn't everything, but it sure feels a whole lot better than losing. Get winning No Limit Hold'em, the new book by Ashley Adams, and start winning today. Now available at Amazon.com and wherever great books are sold. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. In the field of local live entertainment. Oh, my God! Welcome back, listeners. You know, we're talking to Matt Birkbeck, who is the author of the Quiet Don, the untold story of Mafia Kingpin Russell Buffalino. It's already gotten some great reviews. Uh, I had a couple of questions just about the background stuff on Buffalino, and then I wanted to bring us more current and talk about the whole gaming industry in Pennsylvania and the corruption therein. Um, what did you find out about any possible connections between Buffalino and any assassination attempts on Castro? Did you delve into that? Did you say, yes, absolutely, there is a link? Or did you say, really, that it was too foggy to know? What did you come down on? I th- no, it was clear that there was a link. It was clear the CIA admitted that it used gangsters, that it recruited gangsters in the late 50s and 1960 um, to, to, to eliminate Castro, as well as to help with the Bay of Pigs invasion several years later. Yeah, right. uh, you know, so they had, they had admitted it that year in 1975 to the church committee, uh, Sam Giancana and Johnny Roselli had been identified elsewhere as being part of that. Uh, Buffalino's name had not come up until this Time Magazine article appeared. And now Buffalino wasn't, you know, he was called the Quiet Don, and that's because he had got his education in the 1920s uh, under Stefano Magadino in Buffalo, who was the head of the, Buff- uh, the Buffalo family. And um, Magadino did everything in the background. You know, wasn't you know, no flashy clothes, no big homes. Um, you know, everything was done quietly, and, and that's what Russell Buffalino did. He followed. You know, he was taught well, and that's how he um, had conducted his business. And so, when he sees his name in Time Magazine, uh, he just goes into action and um, and doesn't want this investigation to go any further. Now. I didn't write about I didn't write about this because I didn't have enough to go on. But there was um, there were indications that he was still involved with the CIA, uh, and that they had or may have had a role in what he was doing. I mean, it was to their benefit that these people would disappear too. So, but um, it didn't really it didn't pass the threshold that I needed it to to include it in the book. But it just it just you know added more added to uh, Buffalino's um, 
influence, you know, continuing influence um, within um, within a variety of um, different, uh, you know, from, from politics to, um, you know, as I mentioned, the Teamsters, which is the power, one of the powerful, most powerful unions in the country, um, as well as assorted other groups, you know. I noticed uh, that you also reported on, at least in the 50s, that the ILGWU was part of his operation. And that, that surprised me because I worked with a related union in the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre area, the Amalgamated Clothing and Textile Workers Union, which was always very, very clean. And I wondered what you relied on to make the connection between the ILG, which was Chick Chaikin's uh, union based in New York, and and the mob. I mean, what was the connection and how did you make it? There was um, an abundance of source material. You know, I had um, gone through thousands of pages of FBI reports. I went through... Uh, the House Assassinations Committee reports. I went through the Senate Committee reports. Um, I spent several years working on this book, so it's you know it's rich in source material, and so it laid out you know Buffalino prior to his, to becoming involved with the Teamsters, he was very very big with the uh, clothing business, the manufacturing business. Um, they sold it in New York, but they made it in Pennsylvania. And a number of the gangsters, including guys like Albert Anastasia and Frank Costello, some of the biggest names, uh, they participated in the, in, in the business, and they did it through Russell. And so they had um, their hands in a variety of uh, manufacturing businesses. But what they were, they were nothing more than sweatshops. Uh, they hired women. Uh, you know, the coal mines had, had, were closing. Coal mining uh, was, a, was a dying business. And uh, clothing manufacturing was one that uh, was healthy and thriving, but they would hire women. This is post World War II, and pay them almost nothing. Uh, and that's when uh, you know you talked about the unions. You know the unionization began, and I get into it a little bit um, in the 1950s uh, with a woman named Min Matheson, who basically you know single-handedly took on Buffalino, and she made inroads. And one by one, she would unionize these different manufacturing companies. Um, to the point where the entire business was becoming far more healthier and uh, organized crime had less of an influence uh, within it. So probably, I guess you mentioned that you were involved with it, maybe by the time or perhaps by the time that you got involved, you know, that had continued to the point where organized crime had been completely um, taken out. Yeah, well, okay, that that makes perfect sense to me. I, I have just one last question on the research techniques, and then I wanted to get uh, more current. Did your research involve actually having to talk to former mobsters or their families or even current mobsters, or was it pretty much not going in that direction for your primary uh, research? No, it, it went in that direction. It was, they were sources I had developed while I was covering the um, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania gaming issue. And um, they were sources, you know, I had done a number of investigative reports which exposed uh, just how uh, corruptive uh, just the entire um, initiative was. And over the course of several, you know, I covered it for about six years, and over the course of this time, uh, people actually reached out to me, and it was through those contacts that I developed other contacts. So I got a pretty good read on exactly what was going on, who was who, um, and in particular, it was how I confirmed 
some of the information that I had reported in the book, um, especially regarding Jimmy Hoffa. And, you know, it, it came from folks that were affiliated with the family, the Buffalino family, um, you know, what's left of it. Uh, and um, Were there any members of that family who didn't take too kindly to you bringing a dark light on uh, The Quiet Don, who didn't appreciate your efforts and maybe wanted to discourage you from doing this? Well, it's <laughs> a pretty good question, because <laughs> it actually did happen. It happened early on. Um, I was asked to meet someone. Um, I can't say who. And uh, so I was invited to a meeting, and I actually went to a meeting, and the, and, the, and the individual, I didn't know who I was meeting with, and I actually described the meeting in the back of the book. And I had gone to this meeting, and I was introduced to an individual who I did recognize, and the individual um, who's a legitimate businessman, too. But uh, the reason I was there is because they wanted to find out if I'd spoken to certain mobsters. And, of course, I wasn't going to tell him or anyone else who I had spoken with. But, you know, clearly that they were somewhat nervous about uh, who I was talking to, what kind of information I was getting. You know, I can't say the person I actually met with was an old member of the Buffalino family, but it was someone who was very involved with the other part of the story, which is the, the Naples part, um, which I'm sure we're going to talk about a little bit now. Yes. Or in, in, you know, soon. But, um, and so I think they were more interested in what was I going to tell about the current situation as opposed to, you know, were they going to expose any other secrets about Buffalino? Very interesting. Did you feel, ever feel uh, afraid for your life? Um, do you now? No, no, no. You know, people ask me that and, you know, I'm a reporter and I go about my business and, you know, try to do the best job that I could do. And, you know, I mean, I stepped on toes in terms of writing about political corruption, you know, and exposing, I've written about, you know, uh, one of my books, I've written about a serial killer, um, uh, and I sat face to face with another killer for six hours in a prison cell as he was telling me his story. Uh, you know, working, writing about uh, on this topic, uh, I don't necessarily think about it until someone brings it up. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, let's let's get up to speed on the whole casino thing. Let me ask you, really, to me, the most important question I have as somebody who followed Ed Rendell in his career: Do you think he was dirty? Absolutely. Tell us why. Going back to the 1960s, and this goes back to Buffalino, Buffalino had control of the resort business in the Poconos, and I think most people in the country know where the Poconos are. It's a famous honeymoon resort area. It's in northeast PA. It's about 75 minutes west of New York City. And for years they tried to get casinos in the Poconos and chiefly because it was many of the resorts were owned by organized crime. And the people of Pennsylvania would never allow it. Every time they bring a referendum up, they'd vote it down. You know, every five, ten years, there'd be a new referendum, and they would vote it down. Ed Rendell, who's a former mayor of Philadelphia, did a great job getting that city back on its feet, became chairman of the Democratic National Committee at a very, very difficult time, when Al Gore and George Bush were contesting for the presidency in 2000, uh, he decided he was going to run for uh, governor of Pennsylvania. And on his platform, 
It was an issue, probably like in every other state in the country, over rising school taxes. And he said, I got an idea. Let's bring casino, let's bring gambling to Pennsylvania, and we'll use that money to reduce school taxes. It was basically a ruse to sell the plan. So he gets the legislature, or at least two key members of the legislature, to draft, to draft the legislation. And through a lot of arm twisting on the 4th of July in 2004, they actually approve it. And immediately, a number of different things, there are events that take place. But before we get into all of that, so yes, Rendell was involved in it in the beginning. Um, Rendell helped form it. Rendell knew exactly what they were doing. Um, to get it, though, uh, you had to, he had to make, he had to cut deals with certain people. And one of the deals was that this one businessman from northeast Pennsylvania who had ties to Russell Buffalino was going to get a casino in the Poconos. Is that Louis to Naples? And that was Louis to Naples. Tell us about Louis to Naples. Louis to Naples is probably one of the most powerful men in Pennsylvania. He's a billionaire. He's from the Scranton area. He was he, he made his money in junkyards. Um he made his money in landfills. Uh, in 1977, he had been arrested and charged uh, with several other people uh, for bilking the city of Scranton over half a million dollars for phone in phony billing for cleanup work uh, from a hurricane that struck the region in 1972. His trial ended in a hung jury because the juror that decided um, to acquit them. Uh, had been bribed, and it wasn't just bribed by anyone, had been bribed by the underboss of the Buffalino family. His name is James Astico. I think you told, uh, I think you say in the book that it was like for a thousand bucks and some tires and yeah, it was something <laughs> like, ridiculous. Cheap. It was a thousand dollars, four tires, and a couple of other things. <laughs> and um, so now Astico was arrested with Buffalino at the Appalachian meeting in 1957. Just to tell you who this guy Ostico is. Right. So, in any event, so before so before prosecutors um, bring him back to trial again on the same charges, they cut a deal with him. He's going to plead no contest, and he pays a ten thousand dollar fine. But it's a felony on his record. Right. So he should and, never be able to run a casino in in Las Vegas. Well, that's you would for sure. think. Well, you would think, and then uh, until Pennsylvania decides to change, you know, to change the the, the playing field. So, in any event, so now, now Astico, as it is, is charged several years later with fixing that trial. He's charged and he's found guilty, and he goes to prison for seven years. And uh, so now, years later, the Naples. Now, Buffalino dies in 1994, and the Naples is a is a rising star in Pennsylvania, and he's got um, and he's basically following the Buffalino path. He's got. Um, uh, political cronies um, throughout the state. He's, he's, he's funding them. He's giving them millions in contributions. He's got law enforcement under his thumb. And that, we're not just talking about the local cop. We're talking about uh, U.S. Attorney's Office. Uh, and by 1994, when Buffalino dies, um, you know, Russell really comes in, uh, not Russell, I'm sorry, uh, DeNaples really comes into his own, and he becomes this huge power in Pennsylvania. So, he now is going to get a casino. He supported Ed Rendell, and as I had reported previously, had funneled more than half a million dollars to Rendell during his campaign um, through other sources. 
So now, once the casino game, once the casino gaming um, legislation is passed in 2004, uh, Louis de Naples buys the old Mount Airy Lodge, which had been closed for a couple of years, um, and says he's going to build a casino there. He didn't, he hadn't even been approved for a license yet. Wow! So he the fix must have been in. So well, <laughs> that's what. So we, obviously our antenna is up, but trying to prove it is a whole different animal. So we're following this story from 2004 to 2005, up until late 2006, when he's actually approved for a gaming license. And then I write a story. This is when now we start getting into the whole mob thing. And now we write a story about how the. Um, the guy who took over the Buffalino family once Russell died, a guy by the name of Billy D'Elia, um, had been he had been arrested, and the uh, investigators with the uh, with the gaming board wanted to talk to him about the Naples. Uh, only they never got a hold of him, and this was like at the very end of the application process. So we re- we reported on that, and then from that from 2006 up until 2010. Uh, when I left the newspaper, had continued to report about just how corrupt this entire process was. Uh, And in the middle of all of this was Ed Rendell. Well, Matt, this can go on longer. We have to cut the segment off, though. I want to just ask you one final question, and then maybe we have another interview with you on this book once it gets published and once it's out and will be a a big hit, maybe when you do the movie. Um, Are the casinos now run by... Um, people with less than stellar credentials in Pennsylvania? I think that the industry itself, um, it has shaken out. There were two casinos that were in question, one out in Pittsburgh, and then, of course, the Mount Airy Casino. Now, the Pittsburgh one had, has since come under different ownership. Uh, the Lewis River. The Naples Fam. Yeah, was, I'm trying yeah. to remember. I think, I think that was the one, yeah. Uh, a guy by the name of Don Barden had owned it, only he had no money, so he never should have been approved in the first place. <laughs> Uh, and then there's the Naples and Mount Airy. Now, the Naples, while he doesn't or isn't supposed to have any kind of ties to the casino, his family does, I see. and they still own it. Uh, so and, There's another and, chapter that, to this book, it sounds like, which is the son of the quiet Don, Louis de Naples. I mean, that's the next we, part we, of the we'd story. We'd have to wait another 10 to 15 years to see how it all plays <laughs> out. Well, I've been talking to Matt Birkbeck. Matt, you have written a great book. I'm sure it will be a successful one. It is The Quiet Don, the untold story of Mafia Kingpin Russell Buffalino. I wish you success with sales, and uh, maybe we'll have you come back on again. That would be my pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with more House of Cards. Hey, it's FanDuel commercial time. I love FanDuel.com. Look, you heard me talk about these hot new one-week fantasy football leagues on FanDuel.com for weeks now, where you play for real money with immediate cash payouts. If you still haven't signed up yet, you're missing all the fun. But don't worry, it's not too late to get in on all the action. I got to tell you, last week was amazing. I wanted to try their $1 leagues. I made money with a dollar. A dollar. Where can you make money with a dollar these days? Every week you pick your new quarterback, you pick a new running back. Every week's a new week. You know what that means? More chances to win. And you can win cash. Matt Nichols from Ohio turned a $25 deposit into over twenty-five grand playing fantasy football on FanDuel. 
FanDuel is a leader in one-week fantasy football leagues. No season-long commitments and no upfront fees. They got immediate cash payouts, and you play each week or whenever you want to. It's all up to you. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. The new user special is ending soon, and FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks. That's up to $200 free, but the offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L dot com. Sign up today with promo code H-O-C. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Are you still shopping the old-fashioned way? Well, then buzz on over to BZ.com. BZ is your number one online auction source for brand-name new items from companies like Apple, Sony, Canon, Dyson, Samsung, and more at discounts of 75 85 and 99% off retail. Go to BZ.com and use the offer code VIP and get three bids for the price of one. That's offer code VIP to get three bids for the price of one. Go to BZ.com, B-E-E-Z-I-D.com, BZ.com. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOC Radio when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOC Radio. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. 
Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Texas Hold'em, deli tournaments, and sit and goes. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgatic Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention taxpayers, if you've received a notice from the IRS or state, do not ignore it. It's also a big mistake to try and handle your tax problem on your own. If you owe back taxes, it's a fact that the government has the power to take everything you own, including your home, business, wages, savings, and your freedom. But here's the good news. There's a special toll-free tax hotline set up especially for you. This tax hotline will tell you about new programs that are geared to help you dramatically settle, reduce, or eliminate what you owe. But you have to call now. Take down this number or put it in your cell phone. But call 866-761-0954. That's one 866 When you call, you'll get free information on how you can reduce or eliminate back taxes, including penalties and interest. You can also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you've been entered into a payment plan but can't make the payments. Don't make the big mistake in thinking you can ignore or handle your tax problem on your own. You can stop the collection process immediately. Call this special tax hotline today for free info at 1-866-761-0954. That's 1-866-761-0954. 1-866-761-0954. Here's the wonderful Joan Rivers with her thoughts on poker players. And your people, you give money with blood on it. I've met your people in Vegas for 40 years. None of them have last names. None of them. They have cash pulls. You're a poker player. A poker player. That's beyond white trash. Poker players are the most awesome people in the world. Poker players are trash, darling. Trash. House of Cards, proudly serving your white trash needs since 2007. Welcome back, listeners. This is House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams. And before we end, I just want to remind all our listeners that we are always interested in your questions and comments about the show, about the guests, about maybe guests that you'd like us to have on. We have a lot of people that we're contacting regularly and can have on a lot of different types of guests like we did today with Maria Ho and Clyde Barrow. Send your questions to info at houseofcardsradio.com. We're very interested in them. And, of course, if they're particularly interesting, we'll put them on the air and answer them here in our typical segment of Mailbag, which we're not having today. So that will do it for the show. Come back next week for more House of Cards. Good night and good luck.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.